We're getting really cool on this episode of the Not-So-Super-Hits Summer Slowdown Spectacular Series, talking about songs that didn't necessarily chart well, but that we want you to know about anyways. And this week, we're talking about The The and the track Gravitate To Me. Let's do it. Hello, friends. It's your old pal, Jamie C., a.k.a. Megamix.com, and I'm here with my co-host, the Slurpy Fiend, known as Slip. What's up, Mr. Hogan? <laughs> uh-huh. The place where you barfed uh, yes. at one point in time and had a pink stain in the grass for an entire summer. The Max on Britannica and St. Mary's. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm Alan, the Slipmeister, and Mr. Hogan, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, our not-so-super-hit summer slowdown spectacular series rumbles along. Uh we're taking a look at yet another unheralded track. Uh, this time, we are featuring a band with one of the best names ever, The The. Uh-huh. Um, I say band in quotes because The The is essentially Matt Johnson with a rotating cast of collaborators. You were asking me at the end of the last episode that you were going to ask me why I chose this. Yes. I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know... Uh, what song, been... What song? by the way? What's that? What song? Gravitate to me. Ah, there you go. Oh, did I not? Did I <laughs> no, not, you just uh, said the, the, I think. I, oh, it doesn't matter. Hey, shut up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why I picked it. Um, uh, I, I remember, you know, um, Matt Good talking about the, the and how, how, we, how much he liked them. And so I, you know, I, I was listening to them. Obviously, they have a, a handful of great, uh, good songs. I got a bit more into their uh, um, discography recently and found it to be really, really good. So I thought, you know, they've had a few. Uh, a few uh, charted songs, um, not, not of course in the U.S. or Canada, but um, in the U.K. So I thought we would take a look at "Gravitate to Me." So uh, why don't we uh, learn a little bit more? Here we go. So the the uh, made their debut at London's Africa Centre on the 11th of May, 1979. They were third on the bill to Scritti Politi and. Prague Vec or Prague VEC uh-huh. uh, using a backing tape tracks that Matt Johnson created at his day job at DeWolf Studios for the drum and bass that, that they were using in the songs. Uh, the band at this point consisted of Johnson on vocal, electric piano, guitar and tapes, and Keith Laws on synthesizer and tapes. It was Keith Laws who suggested the name The The to Matt Johnson. Uh, Peter Ashworth, then known as Triash, though I like to think that it's Triash. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, later became a noted photographer, became the, the drummer in 1980, and Tom Johnston was added on bass. Um, by 1982, the The was essentially a Johnston solo project, uh, backed by a revolving door of musicians. Uh, 1983's Soul Mining hit number 27 in the UK, and 1986 Infected charted at number 14 and at number nine, at number 89 in the US. Um, by 1988, The The was an actual band again. Uh, Matt Johnson recruited ex-Smiths guitarist Johnny Marr, ex-Niccolo bassist James Eller, and ex-ABC drummer David Palmer as full-fledged, uh, fully-fledged members. So a little bit of a uh, supergroup kind of feel yes. at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, this lineup uh, with guest singer Sinead O'Connor recorded the album Mind Bomb which debuted at number four on the UK albums chart and featured the band's highest charting single at that time, The Beaten Generation, which peaked at number 18 on the UK singles charts. Uh, the first single from Mind Bomb was actually scheduled to be a track called Armageddon Days Are Here Again, 
but uh, it had a chorus that said, Islam is rising, the Christians mobilizing, and uh, sensitivities over the Salman Rushdie affair at the time, uh, the song was deemed unsuitable for release by Epic. Mm -hmm. So they went with uh, the beaten generation. We're going to take a look, though, at the second single, which was Gravitate to Me. So let's take a quick look at some of the facts and stats. Gravitate to Me and the Mind Bomb album were recorded between uh, 1988 and May 1989. They were produced by Matt Johnson, Roly Mossman, and Warren Livesey. Uh, you may recognize the uh, name Warren Livesey, big man, uh, and Canadian, other Canadian listeners may recognize him. He was the producer on a bunch of Matthew Good Band albums. Beautiful. Uh, Underdog's Beautiful Midnight and Audio Being, and five Matt Good solo records. So uh, Matt Good's love of the the kind of translated into his um, using Warren Livesey as a producer, just as the had done. Uh, Raleigh Mossaman uh, co-produced Gravitate to Me. Uh, the song features uh, Matt Johnson on guitars, keys, melodica, and vocals. Johnny Marr on guitar, James Eller on bass, David Palmer on drums. We have additional percussion from Danny Cummings. Uh, and on trombone, we have Durs. Just kidding. <laughs> yes. We have Ashley Slater on trombone. So, <laughs> best. Uh, Discogs doesn't list who played harmonica. I'm going to assume it's Johnny Marr just because of the music video, but who knows? Mm -hmm. um, Gravitate to Me was written by Johnson and Johnny Marr. Uh, the album version clocks in at 8 minutes and 11 seconds. Jesus. Uh, the single version was cut down to a very slightly too long four minutes and 32 seconds oh you tried you know yeah, yeah. just you like did. the nails just just missed it yeah they tried seconds. though um it was released as a single on epic records sometime in the late spring early summer of 1989 uh looking at discogs they list 17 versions of the single uh we've got a 12 inch that features uh, features an eight minutes dance mix of the track uh and a little version which i guess is the radio edit and it also includes an out al the album cut the violence of truth on the B side. Um, the seven inch is the radio edit along with the violence of truth. We have a CD single, which features the same two versions of the track, but has, I've been waiting for tomorrow all of my life as the second B side. Um, there's a 12 inch limited edition version that features a 10 and a half minute dub version of the song. Nice. Along with, I've been waiting for tomorrow all of my life. Um, Discogs list the, the as having, 148 compilations appearances gravitate to me shows up on two of them all right <laughs> um we have a 1989 u.s comp called no wilburys uh -huh. which also features how will i laugh tomorrow by suicidal tendencies and a track by babyface so <laughs> i don't know sure i don't really know why it's called no wilburys is that a dig at the traveling wilburys i don't know okay um it also appears in the 1989 cmj compilation called CMJ Prevent, Presents Certain Damage, Volume 20. Uh, I, should, um, I should note that I do not own any versions of this. And nope. uh, if you want it, though, and you want to get it from the UK, uh, the single itself doesn't cost a lot of money. But again, you know, add in shipping. And that's, uh, that's right. drives that yes. price up. There you go. Uh, as far as greatest hits packages go, the 12-inch mix of Gravitate to Me was included on the, the 2002 release, 45 RPM, the singles of The The. Should we talk lyrics? Okay, let's do it. So, I don't know. This is a bit of a romance song, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, lines like, I am the lighthouse, I am the sea, I am your destiny, gra destiny gravitate to me. When I first heard that, I thought the oceanic vibes here are a little strange. Mm -hmm. Because gravitation isn't usually associated with how you get to someone via sea. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, trade winds and currents, yes. Uh, I 
But then I started thinking, well, gravity affects the tides. So, you know. There you maybe. go. But also the rotation of the Earth certainly does affect, <laughs> you know, currents. So I, I, I take it all back. I didn't realize that this was the super science podcast. Yes. So it's, it's great. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, it's not super deep, this song. Uh, there was nothing at song meanings, nothing at song facts. Uh, these not-so-super hits are not easy to cover. I mean, I look at the lyrics. Yeah. You know, you lay them all out. You don't have to scroll to get through oh. them all. It's just it's one kind of web, you know, one part of a page. And I thought, eight minutes? Oh, yeah. This is a very musical. Yeah, um, the song isn't about, you know, is, a lot of it's not about the lyrics, right? It's about no, the music. So Not at all. Yeah. It's about the music. Oh, Jesus. Should we go to reception? Here we go. So Gravitate to Me did not show up in the main charts in the U.S. or Canada. It did hit number 147 in Australia, uh -huh. uh, number 28 in Ireland, and number 27 in New Zealand. Uh, in the U.K., it hit number 63 on uh, August 5th, 1989, right in between Goodbye Mr. McKenzie's Goodwill City slash I'm Sick of You. Uh-huh. And M's pop music. Okay, that's, that's... Which I recognize. That's fantastic. All right. Yes. Uh, would you like to know the UK top 10 that week? Yes, give me the week again. Uh, August 5th, 1989. All right, let's do it. So at number one, Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers with Swing the Mood. That is so UK. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, number two, Kylie Minogue, Wouldn't Change a Thing. Uh, number three, Sonia, You'll Never Stop Me From Loving You. At number four, we have Bros with Too Much. Ugh. Here's a here's a here's a blast from the rap tracks past. Lil Louie with the delightfully sexy French Kiss, uh -huh. disgusting song. Uh, number six, Gloria Stefan with "Don't Want to Lose You," uh, an absolute classic. At number seven, Bobby Brown with "On Our Own." Uh huh. Uh, we got London Boys with the song "London Nights" at number eight. At number nine, we have a 1989 version of Rufus and Chaka Khan's "Ain't Nobody," and at number ten. Bet Midler with Wind Beneath My Wings. Yuck. Would you like to know what hit number 23 that week? Yeah, I, I I can't imagine which artist it could be, but please let me know. Okay, well, it's Prince. Oh, cool. But can, can you guess the song on August 5th, 1989, when hit number 23 in the UK? Is it Bat Dance? It is Bat Dance. Yes. Well done. <laughs> One nice thing about, about doing this and, and not being able to find charts very easily uh, for some of these songs that don't chart is that they do chart in other places. Mm -hmm. um, Gravitate to Me did peak at number 15 on the U.S. Alternative Airplay, uh, then called Modern Rock Tracks Chart, on August 26, 1989. Tell me, would you like to know the top 10 Modern Rock Tracks that week? Yes. Someone bought a subscription. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. I bought it. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so, uh, the U.S. Uh, Modern Rock Tracks, uh, August 26, 1989, Gravitate to me at number 15. Here's number one, Hoodoo Gurus with Come Anytime. Okay. We've got The Cure at number two with Love Song. Here's an old, Here's one of your favorites, The B-52s with Channel Z at number three. Really? Yeah. Uh, Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers, Look Who's Dancing at number four. We get The Pixies with Here Comes Your Man at number five. The Call, Let the Day Begin at number six. Some group called Mary's Danish. Uh-huh. At number seven with Don't Crash the Car Tonight. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like, mm, you don't know Mary's Danish? Mm, what, kind <laughs> exactly. of, what kind of music uh, fan are you? Uh. Listen, to all those people, at this time, I was at this time in 1989, I was listening to Bat Dancing on our own. Yeah. Like, like I wasn't listening to any of this. Um, the Ocean Blue, Between Something and Nothing, number nine, 
Boris Graben, Grabenshikov with Radio Silence, and at number 10, Fine Young Cannibals with Don't Look Back. Okay. So, so there you go. Um, Reviews-wise, I actually found some reviews. So uh, here's something from uh, David Benham on thequietus.com. He says, Mind Bomb is slow, expansive, looming into inexorable, inexorable life with a rage that smoldered rather than flamed. It creeps up on you, a blast of shut, sluggish brass over ominous piano chords and pattering, insinuating percussion. Johnson's voice, a tense, febrile tenor, a voice living on its nerves, nearing breaking point, teetering here and there into an as- aspirated growl, sizzling when pressured, pressed against the side of the pan. Jesus Christ. Really? Uh, Rolling Stone's Bob Mack wrote in 1989, uh, just as Tin Machine seems like a David Bowie album, Mind Bomb is very much is still very much Matt Johnson's record. His mug hogs the album cover. His <laughs> maniacal whisper is ubiquitous, and he wrote all the songs except the best one, Gravitate to Me, which he wrote with Johnny Marr. Gravitate is aggressive, not didactic, but left to himself, Johnson can get pretty preachy. And one final review of the album from Kenneth S. Dupuis on Amazon.com's uh, album reviews. While the star of this show might not be a household name among those who are fortunate to grow up in the amazing alternative rock culture of the late 80s and early 90s, one of the supporting actors certainly is. Johnny Marr, the former guitarist of the Smiths, is far more in the background here than in the places we know him best, even appropriately adding background vocals to his repertoire of enormous musical talent. Only in the one song co-written by Johnson himself, Gravitate to Me, is any sign of Marr's signature guitar style obvious and near the forefront. That is not to take anything away from his contributions, Quite the contrary, they are ever-present, only very different from what we've come to expect. Moreover, the music of Mindbomb is symphonic in nature and not centered on the guitar as primary instrument. Far more prominent are sounds which do not typify the everyday music of that time or, in truth, any time. And that's a little true. There's, like, water sounds on this song. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And that's, uh, that's our reception. Should we go to covers and samples? Here we go. Uh, not quite as short as last week's. Uh-huh. Uh, there are no samples of note. There is a notable cover of Gravitate to Me by Elysian Fields, which was included on the this Radio Cineola Trilogy box set. I have not been able to track it down. Let's go to the video. Okay. So uh, the video, a classic uh, alternative black and white video, I guess you could say. We kick off with Matt Johnson falling and taking a massive mattress bump. Uh-huh. Which I thought was great. A ghostly woman hovers over him as he sings. He huffs some oxygen along with the harmonica riff. We get some awesome slow motion drumming and guitar playing and bass playing. Uh, Matt Johnson is super sweaty. Uh, He keeps taking big uh, huffs on the oxygen mask. Overall, I said, it's got a creepy vibe. Yeah, he's he's got a CPAP machine. Yes. (laughs) He's got got sleep apnea. He's got sleep apnea. Somebody with sleep apnea, I would recommend it. Yeah, there you go. Use that CPAP machine, buddy. I mean... We're really trying to be artsy here, right? Oh my god! I mean, it's it's, it's pretty. It's not even. They're not even trying to hide. It. It's pretty fucking pretentious. Like, yeah, okay, absolutely. it's it's like okay, let's shoot in black and white, and we're gonna have ghostly figures. And I'm I'm just gonna fall on a uncovered mattress and then yes. sing while I'm lying on it, and, and then and make sure to get my oxygen. Yeah, and then I'm gonna have an oxygen mask. And then there's shots of Johnny Marr just playing guitar and looking at the camera like a weirdo. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's something. I mean, I'll, I'll get well, to the ratings shortly. Yeah, let's just go to the ratings. Here we go. <laughs> what did you think of the video? It's a four for me. 
uh, I just, you know, I think that putting myself in the time, you know, if I if I'm in that time and I like that kind of music, it's pretty much what you would expect to get with this. Yep. So if you're a the, the fan, you're mm-hmm. getting exactly what you want with a music video Absolutely. like this. You know, you would think that this is cool as fuck and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just think it's kind of dull. Um, there's mm-hmm. not much to it. it. There's not there's not a lot happening. It's kind of slow moving. They're trying to be artsy, which is mm-hmm. not necessarily a bad thing, but it just doesn't. Uh, this one doesn't do much for me. Uh, so I'm giving it a four. I'm going to give it a five. Um, it's fine. I, I like black and white clips. It, yeah, it's artsy. I said it's brooding like Mistopheles the Blood Letter. Yes. It fits the song's feel at the very least. Um, the ghost lady thing is pretty dumb. Uh, there's nothing terribly groundbreaking. But yeah, if you're like if you were like a Smiths fan and you saw Johnny Marr in this video, you'd probably buy this album. Yeah. So I'd say it did its job. I'll give it a five out of ten. What do you think of the song? Okay, so I really, really want to like the song. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I and just out of principle, I feel like it would make me cooler. Yes. Right? Like, oh, yeah. If I'm like, well, it's like I'm into the, the, they were on the modern rock track over the course of the 80s. Not really a pop band. They're from the UK. They're certainly. It kind of seems a bit like in your wheelhouse. They're certainly in a wheelhouse that I enjoy, right? So um, I'd like to be into it, but it just doesn't do it for me. Uh, Wow. Okay. I don't dislike it. It's just like, it's fine. It's just, there's nothing that excites me about the music whatsoever. So I'm just going to go right down the middle of the road and say it's a five. I think for the the fans, uh, you'd be really pleased with this. For people that are into this genre, I'm sure that you love it. And I want to love it because I like a lot of songs in this genre, but maybe I'm just not cool enough to go to the the, but uh, that's what it is. I'm giving it a five. All right. I thought thought you were going to like it. I was like, well, he's going to like this one. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it an eight. I love this song. Uh, I think it's a wonderful late 80s dirge with amazing bass work. This is what kind of gravitated me to. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Good job. Yes. Woo. Yeah, no, I'm a a big fan and I I would recommend Mind Bomb specifically to, uh, you know, you're right. Anybody who enjoys uh, this type of music, it is definitely, it's not, obviously not for everybody. Um, it clearly wasn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't do very well overall. But uh, yeah, um, an eight out of ten from me. All right, there we go. Uh, you love them. I hate them. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I don't I guess hate them. You're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm actually. Is this one our shortest? We're at 19 minutes. Oh no! I guess so. All right. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Our, our previous shortest was twenty-one. All right. Well, we let's let's stretch out the end here. Yeah, no, stretch it out. It's all good. So next week, uh, so sometimes you know during this series, what is it again? Come on, say it one more time. The not so super hits. Summer slowdown spectacular. There you go. Uh, as we continue to go through this series, as you've heard, uh, sometimes it's hard to kind of fill in the blanks or get material. Uh, there is no shortage of material for what I'm covering next week. I'm talking about yes. Plastic Bertrand. Yeah, it's the uh, only one that we are co- covered in this series that is charted in all three major markets that we that we talk about. Yeah, so Saplan so. Pour Moi is the name of the track. Yes, uh, yes it just kind of missed the cutoff point, but uh, that was good enough for me because at some point I was covering this one, and so it was a good excuse to get into it. So I will talk about that. 
in a yeah, week's time. Yeah, en français from Belgique. Exactly. Um, keep in mind again, everybody, over the course of the summer, once a week for the podcast, every Tuesday. And uh, mm. when we get to the end of the summer, we'll let you know if we're going to go back to twice a week. We probably will for a while. We'll go I back and should. we'll go back and forth. You know. Whatever. Yeah, we're just taking a few breaths of fresh air over there. That's all. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, if you want to hit us up, superhitspodcast at gmail.com, at superhitscast on Twitter, at superhitspodcast on Instagram. I'm Alan, and you can find me at slip with five eyes. I'm Jamie C, megamix.com. And uh, thanks for listening, friends. Oh, look at you dragging it out to get to 21 minutes. <laughs> friends, friends. <laughs> Not going to get there. See you, everyone. Oh.